The very first Manitoba Podcast Festival goes down International Podcast Day, Sunday, September 30th, 12 to 4 p.m. at the Park Theatre. Manitoba's podcast community gathers for an afternoon of networking, education, and so much more, featuring local podcast hosts, producers, radio personalities, taking part in panel discussions, and Q&As. Take part in this fantastic networking opportunity. You can like us on Facebook at Manitoba Podcast Festival. Tickets are just $5. The very first Manitoba Podcast Festival, Sunday, September 30th at the Park Theatre. Thank you to everyone who supports my dad's show. If you'd like to support Witch Police Radio, go to patreon.com slash witchpolice today. You're listening to Garbage Hill, Winnipeg's first podcast network. Welcome to Witch Police Radio. I am your regular host, Sam, and uh, I'm at a different coffee shop this time. It seems like lately I've been going to Robin's Donuts over and over again because it's kind of a... I've never been to a Robin's Donuts. Well, you know what? The reason... It's funny because we're at Starbucks and we're ending up being outside because of the uh, large group of people mm-hmm. inside, and Robin's is always empty. It's yeah. like the <laughs> ideal place to record an interview because there's nobody there, and they don't mind you sitting there for hours or however long you need. Right. As long as you buy Please donuts stay or longer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually at one, and they asked us if we wanted free coffee. <laughs> there was literally no one else in there the entire time. And then really? the, yeah, That's so amazing. so I mean, Starbucks is a little bit different. Obviously, it's uh, yeah. it's got the background music and it's uh, it's very active. But yeah. I think just to get things started here, um, if you guys want to go around the table, introduce yourselves and what instrument you play in the band, and then we can sort cool. take it from there. So let's start over here. Yeah, my name is Jason Redekop. I play lead guitar and I sing harmonies. I'm Alan Penner. I play drums and sing harmonies. Uh, I'm Luke Teeson. I play bass and sing harmonies. I am Mike Bernard, and I play guitar and That's it. don't sing harmonies. <laughs> I sing melody lines when I can. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> cool, cool. And um, yeah, like, I, I guess the first thing to uh, I wanted to start with you, with you guys is the st- Steinbeck. I mean, you came all the way here from Steinbeck, which is really cool that you you know drove up for the interview. Hopefully, you have something else going on <laughs> in, the, in the city as well. But uh, I've been to Steinbeck maybe twice, and okay. both times I think I was driving through and I stopped at Subway or something. Like it wasn't it wasn't like a very in depth kind of look at Steinbeck. Nice so cultural. Yeah, 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 yeah. Way to integrate. Right. Yeah. Good so my impression of Steinbeck is based pretty much on the subway, which looks like every other subway, mm, yeah. and kind of what you see in the news, which kind of depicts it as, like, the town where dancing is not allowed. You know ah. what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping you guys can kind of give me... I mean, obviously dancing is allowed if rock bands are allowed. <laughs> so I'm hoping you guys can just give me kind of a perspective on what Steinbeck is like as musicians, because I have no right. clue. We are the Kevin Bacon of Steinbeck. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, Steinbeck actually, like, it, it's become a lot more... Progressive lately, like we okay. we now you can buy you can buy alcohol in town. Right. Which I did we, not know that. When did that happen? Well, <laughs> we thought there was a law against it for for decades, and then recently, yep. like this motion finally passed. There was enough votes where you could you could in you could actually purchase alcohol wow. in town. And then they found out when they went to make the law permanent. That there was no real law. It was just, it was word of mouth. Just like tradition. Yeah. 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 What, what they had done is they had the papers drawn up to make it a law, but no one had signed them. 
<laughs> so it actually never it never was officially wow. a law. Yeah. So yeah, yeah they now it's uh, not a law as it has been the whole time. <laughs> yeah. So what were people but, doing before that? Were they just going to the next town and buying it? They go to Winnipeg. Oh, good yeah. city. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. a there's a bar that's like right outside of Steinbeck. Okay. Okay. So actually, uh, drunk driving um, uh, accidents have reduced since since you were able. Since okay. Because people can actually buy it, go walk down the street and buy it. Yeah. That's yeah, right. yeah. 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 Okay. So very interesting. But as far as rock music goes, yeah. Well, uh, any kind of music really. Like, what's the what's the music scene like? In sure. Seven? Yeah. Yeah. It it used to be. Yeah. It was it was pretty dry. But but we've actually there's a there's an arts council that's pretty passionate about bringing the arts to to okay. Steinbeck, and uh, so they they sparked something. I think it was well, it's close to it's eight or eight or nine years ago when they brought Tom yeah. Cochran in for this thing called Summer in the City. Okay. And they brought this. Well, I've heard of that. That's an annual thing, right? Yeah. 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 And they brought this this big rock artist in, Tom Cochran, and uh, and it did really really well, and that became that became the staple of Steinbeck. Basically, okay. now okay. Summer in the City is the thing where we, basically, they find they find an artist who who was really well known in the late '80s, early '90s, right, and they, right, and they right. bring them <laughs> as this huge headlining act, and it's it's it has as yeah. as much as we laugh about it tongue in cheek, it's it's actually created this scene where where people really do sh- have shown that there is a, a love for for music, cool. uh, but namely, I'd say rock music. Yeah. yeah. Is that uh, 80s, 90s headliner? Is that like kind of a the stereotype that in smaller towns and cities you can't you're like months or years behind the bigger city, or is it just is that what the appetite is? For? <laughs> well, I think that's maybe it's maybe the genre that you just know you're gonna fill right, a huge sure, audience. Sure. Yeah. That'll happen here too. Right? Yeah, Those for artists, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's the reliable one, and, and that's what happens every year, and they fill it up every year, so. Yeah, it works well. I think also worth noting is that there's a lot of closet Steinbackers uh, in the Winnipeg music. Right, sure, yeah. sure, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Who don't wear that badge with pride, but, yeah. like, you know, some of the guys from Royal Canoe and, yeah, yeah. like, lots of Winnipeg's big bands, like, there, there are Steinbackers all over the place. Or Steinback, you know, a few generations yeah, back. Yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, no, because it just, uh, I feel like that's one of the, I've said this before on the show, too, I was talking to someone who, uh, lived up in Thompson for a while and was in the music scene up there. And I think that Winnipeg, for all of its strengths as a music community, one of its failings is that we don't necessarily pay attention to what's going on outside because there's so much going on here that, like, Steinbach, who cares? It's, you know, I don't want to drive down there, right? Or Thompson yeah. or, or Churchill, especially, like, well, there's, yeah. There's still isn't a whole even. lot of shows in Steinbach. Right. Yeah, there, like, isn't, there isn't, like, places to play in Steinbach. Okay. So okay. In, in Steinbach, like, when there are shows happening, Often you find people getting creative and like putting a show on in the garage, or right, like there's yeah. a barn that you can like drag a sound system to and and or, put on or, a show. Or this year for the first time, like the Steinbeck Pistons, who who did really well last year, they're they're doing this kickoff and they've asked us to come oh, and cool. play. And so for the first time, they're bringing uh, a music act as their as their kickoff night. That's so, cool. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's growing, but like yeah, we we still definitely are, like most of our shows have come from outside of okay. Steinbeck. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And not to dwell too much on the Steinbeck thing, but I I, I do find it interesting. Um, yeah, especially because you guys have kind of made inroads in Winnipeg as well, right? So I mean, it's you kind of playing both <laughs> both sides there. Yep. Um Are you all from Steinbeck originally? Like, did you all grow up yeah. there? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, what, yeah. what was that like as far as being into music there? Because, I mean, uh, there's kind of a common story with whoever I'm interviewing, whether it's a country artist or a rapper or a punk band. Right. Everyone sort of came up in the same music scene, regardless of what generation here in Winnipeg. Like, there'd be this kind of cultural touch points that everyone sort of experiences, you know, oh, I was at the show at the Albert or, or whatever. And what what is that like for you guys? Like, were there artists in the in, in Steinbeck that you kind of... Saw growing up, or was there we, not uh, anything? No, we don't. We we still traveled. To you Winnipeg come to Winnipeg, to yeah, see, yeah. yeah. Like I, growing up, I would listen to a lot of hardcore music, yeah. and and there was no hardcore shows in Steinbeck. I can't yeah. imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, uh, for me, um, they, uh, 
when I was in high school, they brought this this artist into into the the high school, uh, Rob Nash. Okay. And he was with the guy with all the tattoos. Yeah, he's yeah, with yeah, all the tattoos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and there's he, a lot of guys with a lot of tattoos. Right, right. But he has, he's yeah, notable the, for the, the tattoos. The signature, <laughs> the signature. Yes, yes. Written yeah, on yeah. his sleeve. Yeah. Um, uh, so so he actually came to our school, and that that for me was like that was my first rock show. Okay. And they brought this guy Rob Nash in, and then for me actually, what was interesting was uh, just a year later, I, or two years later. Um, when I started to get into music, I got a phone call from him asking oh, cool. me to join that band where they had renamed it to Live on Arrival, and that's kind of okay. what that's kind of what immersed me in the music scene at a very mm-hmm. at a very early stage in my music cool. career. And cool. Whatever, yeah. So was that kind of the same idea for the rest of you? As I well? kind of like, grew up like I didn't go to a lot of shows, <clears throat> and and maybe that's just because of my peer group that I was in. Um, but I I remember just like I learned to play music with with my uncle or with okay. other friends and we would just like my uncle was really into country music and I remember just doing like just country riffs and going back and forth and playing or like 12 bar blues all day long right and like in Steinbeck it was like you play music with friends and there was a little bit of a scene here and there with I think there was a bit of a hardcore scene that okay. was there for a while um, and they were they often played at a place called Backstage in Steinbach. and but that isn't happening anymore. Like, and I feel like there aren't young people getting together and playing music as much as they were before. And now I don't know if everyone wants to go and see someone playing. Like everyone goes off to the city. Like yeah. there aren't the local shows like there was even like ten years ago. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think I heard actually. I can't remember what band it was. Another band I was interviewing that was from. A very small community. I can't remember what it was, but they um, they mentioned Steinbeck having a hardcore scene, and that sort of blew my mind because, again, I have this stereotype of it, right? Based on yeah, and that's cool. I mean, I guess hardcore scenes almost do well in situations where there there isn't a lot of uh, you know uh, that, that seems like an ideal situation for yeah, a hardcore yeah. band because yeah, well, they have something that they're they're mad about, right? Because of the, the culture right, is not yeah. Yeah. the ultimate act yeah. of rebellion. Right, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, much yeah, yeah. To, to, be mad about. to go to a place where there's a mosh pit. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think, I think that in, in Steinbeck they had. A hardcore scene and a folk scene. Okay. Yes. For me, it was like those are the two things that have always existed there. Right. That's the DIY music scene. Those are the people who are like actually recording their own songs in their garages. Yeah, yeah. Who are like booking weird venues that aren't really venues to try to like put together shows. That's where it's happening. Those actually have a pretty good connection though, because they're very both very like DIY. I mean, you can be DIY with folk and hardcore almost the same way, right? Because yeah. you just put a hit record three guys yep. hit record yeah, cool. guitar say so yeah it's, it's very much that, that format that's cool yeah. so when when this band uh, first of all first of all how long has this band been a unit how long have you guys been existed Ooh, as three years I have two, it's been like two Ooh. years two maybe a little like, more than two since, years since Alan like it, it, it started off with just this this acoustic project okay. me and Jay and then I'd say two years ago then is when we, we were like we should go full band with this uh, and that's when we we pulled Alan in, and okay. then uh, a few months later, then then Luke joined. So, it's been you've been yeah you've been in it for about a year and a half now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been around. Okay. I, I'd say okay. as a band, it's been around for two years.
when was the first time you played in Winnipeg as a band, I guess? Oh, our CD release. <laughs> our CD release. Yeah. Oh, yeah, really, 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 really recently. recently. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah that's we, right. It, took, like it took us a while to, uh, well, we basically, we, uh, when we started, we, it started with these, these songs that I had written and we put music to. Okay. And the guys were really gracious in, in, uh, in, um, Partnering with with those songs in that way. Well, they are um, really good songs. Yeah, we brought yeah. really good songs to the table, and then as a band, we kind of like we created a sound around it that we were all happy with, and it sounded good. and And it kind of like it gave us the start to just go and play shows, okay. and to to give us something to figure out what we wanted to do as a band now moving forward. And, right. and what we did was we basically we used rural shows as a way to help find our sound. Okay. Um, and then and then we went into almost an entire year of recording where we, we barely played any shows and we just okay. worked really hard on a record. But but yeah, like it, as far as show playing goes, it, there's not a whole lot under our belts uh, as a band. Like right. as, as individuals, there's a lot of sure. Just there. other projects. Yeah. yeah cool. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I guess maybe the reason that's surprising is I mean, first you have a couple of EPs out already, right? <laughs> Which is yeah. kind of almost backwards. You know, usually you'd be playing uh, you know tons of shows and then okay, now it's time to record. But yeah. also, you guys. Uh, from what I've seen, anyway, you have a very kind of professional presentation of the band, and I don't know if that's—I don't know where that comes from, but I mean, you know, you have a look to the website and social media and everything, and you obviously that element of it is obviously important to you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, where does that come from? Like, where does the? Uh... I think we all played in in bands before, and this is a group of guys that have come together, all you know, playing music before in the yeah. past, and realized, yeah, you know what, we can do something with this. Let's let's be professional about right. it. And, and I guess nowadays it's it's all it's more about branding than it is. It is, yeah, yeah. Well, you have to have that extra element of uh, of you can't just play music because yeah. you have to market yourself and right. yeah. all and, of these. Yeah. And that's where we have there's there's a lot of strengths there. Like so, I like I, I own a, a marketing company. Okay, that helps. So, yeah. So so as far as like when you're talking about like websites yeah. and, and and design and stuff like that, a lot of that comes into play there. Okay. Alan owns a recording studio and he's extremely gifted with with video. Right. So as like visually right there there's there's a lot to pack to each sure, package sure, there. Yeah. Uh, and then that coupled with like brilliant songwriting from from like a team like it's four people that work really well together with okay. songwriting. So when you when you put all of that together it, it becomes it becomes a uh, an a much easier product to uh, sure. from a marketer's perspective sure, it's, yeah. it's 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 if there's a good product, it's easier to market. Absolutely. Then, but then yeah. to have the resources to market it, like you, like you're pointing out, yeah, and, and video and design all that stuff, it becomes easier. Yeah. Is that what sort of broke it in Winnipeg? I mean, you said the CD release was kind of your first show in the city. Did that? I mean, I'm assuming that helped, right? To having getting the I word feel out like that we're way. We're still we're we're still breaking in Winnipeg. Like we're like we will be for a long time. Sure. Like, we're right sure, at yeah. the beginning of it, and I feel like we haven't quite. But but, but what he's saying is is correct. In like, I don't think like. Considering we had never played a Winnipeg show, we yeah. could, we we had the ability to build this this um, yeah no that's like, true. excitement around around our brand just visually and then there was like the Jet song where right, it was, yeah, it was yeah, an yeah. intentional marketing With Luke's move, fantastic right? jersey yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 where, where yeah. it's like, it's it's these marketing initiatives basically that, yeah. that we take and then and then but I'm not, not to disagree with you either like we're not done breaking into the Winnipeg scene but yeah. to to come on that strong was, yeah. was really encouraging for it, us yeah it, it, really, work. it felt like and it continues to feel to me like we're just taking the back door into everything because okay. yeah. it's like 
It's like most bands are slogging it out in yeah. the bar scene and night after night after night yeah, in Winnipeg. Yeah, yeah, crappy yeah. crowds. <laughs> yeah, and, and we're we just, still like and we're, our first bar show is like coming up. In yeah, we haven't days. even done that yet. Like we were like, oh, no, let's just book the West End and right. fill it. Right. You know, <laughs> which is yeah, that's like a lofty goal for <laughs> to a lot be of yeah. fair yeah. though. You guys, so I'm probably the only one in this band who has not gone out and done those like bar okay. bar scene shows. Right. So you paid or, your like, most of you, you paid your dues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay's been in bands where they've they've gone and they've played the West End, they played yeah. the Park Theater yeah. before, and like Mike's done tons of this, Luke's done tons of this before. I'm the only one that's kind of like, I've done all my stuff just in the studio, like on my own, right? And so I don't have that experience with with like booking shows, but that's where when we get into a group, like Mike's been a frontman for years, Luke's been a frontman, yeah. and and like we get these guys together who are used to doing all of the footwork for their projects, right? And then you get everyone working together, and you form like Voltron. And then you find, yeah. <laughs> you find, the, you find the back door, right? You know? Right. No, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> who do you think is your audience? Like, uh, what is the? I mean, you know, if we're obviously marketing is part of it. Bad wise. Like, <laughs> who's coming to see your shows? And again, I mean, I know obviously the internet helps with these things because people can hear your stuff despite having not played here, yeah. but. What kind of audience are you getting? Like, what do people? I don't want to say what do people like about your band because I mean, hopefully, like everything about your band. Right, that's right. what you. That's what you're, you're going for. But what do you think is the hook? I guess for you guys to an audience, say in Winnipeg, that maybe doesn't have the connection to to Steinbach or the rural shows right. or know where you're coming from. Yeah, we're. Uh, I I think, like, while we're well, well polished, yeah. we're also we're very intentional with being authentic. Okay. Like we, not a lot of things that you see on our Instagram or, or Facebook page whenever we decide to use Facebook, but not a lot of that stuff that you see is is fabricated. Like okay. it is, you it's it's what you see is what you get. Um, we're yeah, we're a very authentic band. We're extremely uh, dedicated to craftsmanship. Like this okay. this album was. It, Putting the music to that, we were so meticulous, like down to every detail. Right. Um, so we're we're extremely driven that way, but we're also we also we're a, we have fun. We we love to just we love to enjoy. Yeah. Not, not just like not just take it. We don't take this whole project very seriously, where we see ourselves playing like doing doing headlining tours across right. across nations. It's, right. We want to be a we want to be a kick-ass Winnipeg rock band. Okay. That's that's yeah. our goal. Demographic-wise, it's probably like 25 to 35 is is what we you know right. intended. But even at our CD release, there's a bunch of kids there, high school or high school age that yeah yeah wearing our shirts and yep. didn't cool. really expect that either. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, that helps already. Yeah. The, the, the younger kids wearing the stuff. You know, what's that yeah. band? I want to check it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just seeing the people who showed up, it was like, whoa, this is all over the place. Like yeah. I wouldn't have expected that guy yeah. to show up. Yeah. <laughs> there isn't like yeah. one specific demographic really. It I've been surprised constantly. Like when we put out the EP, yeah. then there was I was surprised with all of the people that came out and just loved the songs that Middle we had. Women. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Middle aged women for the EP. Yeah. And then the yeah. record came out and it's it's actually yeah, like Jay was saying, it's it's 20, over. twenty-five to thirty-five and then yeah. predominantly from our metrics it's saying a male demographic. Right. From twenty-five to right. thirty-five. I mean I guess like, you know, the all rock thing just to generalize that's sort of the crowd for it anyway, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Do you think that there's, uh, I guess, what do you guys, I mean, what I've noticed just doing this show and talking to so many bands is that over the past maybe two years, it seems like there's been kind of, I don't know if it's a resurgence or just a, a bump, a boost in the amount of more straight ahead rock bands sort of 
just getting prominence. There's more festivals and things that are appealing to that. There's still obviously the punk stuff, the hardcore stuff, the kind of you know weirder, you know, more alternative, I guess, if you want to use that '90s yeah. word. But like, yeah, it seems like the, the, I don't know if you guys define yourselves as a, as a straight ahead rock band, but you definitely, from what I've heard, you could fit in with some of those bands yeah. quite well. And what do you think that is? Like, why is that coming back now? Because when I was like, I've been in a band about ten years. When I was first playing in bands in the '90s. Like being a rock band wasn't cool. <laughs> it was like right, you right. didn't want to sound like something on the radio. It was it was like bad news, right? Right. And right, now it right. seems like that's okay again. And what do you think that is? I like feel what? like I feel like there's there is this weird this weird era where computers kind of took over. Right. And and using a computer as a musical tool was such a new thing. And and it became the only thing. Yeah. And so it swung all the way over to where computers did everything and then now like the last while has been like easing back into okay now we've figured out what computers can do <laughs> right but it has its limitations and now people are they're tired of hearing just processed sound. right so it's almost a reaction to right yeah, yeah, yeah. so Good. now as a reaction there are there's plenty of artists doing awesome things with sure with loops and samples and and whatever commu- computerized sounds and we, and we utilize and, them and too. we utilize that as well but it doesn't it doesn't define the rock it yeah. just it helps the music sure or we use it as a as an instrument right and uh, and even lots of the, the sounds that are computerized are they're all like actual recorded sounds they're not just samples we pull right. off the internet right yeah. and, 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 once and again, so rock I feel like rock is <laughs> sorry I feel like rock is kind of swinging back now just because People are ready for it again. People are just ready to hear bands. Right. And now right. Mike has something super important to say. <laughs> oh, I, I forgot. <laughs> you know, but but no, I'll, I'll just finish. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Go. like on top of that too, like like I said, like we we haven't in in writing this music, we didn't we never we never stopped to ask ourselves what do people want to hear. Sure. It was this this time writing. It's what you guys wanted to hear. It was like what do we want to do that's fun. Okay. Like that, yeah. okay. What will what will what will ignite us and get us passionate and excited. Okay. Yeah. And and that's that really was a big part of the record.
other bands that all of you collectively are into that whether it's a direct influence or not, not like really. is there something no. Else? No. no we're all into such different music yeah. like think, all of us have a different favorite band I think the band Kaleo is the one band where we've all landed on yeah, it's true, like yeah. where, where it's I don't like, think I even know who that is yeah like they're they're a newer they're they're a very like like rootsy rock band okay, once okay. again where it's like there's there's not a lot of backing tracks it's it's just, right. it's just yeah. rock yeah and and that's that's one where the a lot of blues influence and, okay. and then but also pretty progressive um, but that's that's one thing that we've landed on but it doesn't help dictate very much of what okay. we're doing no we do not sound like them no we don't okay. sound like them. <laughs> they're way better than us <laughs> <laughs> and we just, I find that we just like all mock each other about Oh, oh yeah, sure, yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. Just, yeah. just like, yeah. yeah, there's no end to it. So what's the worst thing that everyone here listens to? <laughs> what's, what's the most? <laughs> uh, can we answer that for, Wait. for yes, each please, other? Yes, please yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> Jay, you start. <laughs> Mike what? likes Daughtry. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is not true. That is not true. <laughs> Wait, what is Mike like? I that everyone love Dodger. <laughs> no, I don't. Mike will always try and find the band that no one knows. Okay. And that'll, that'll be his favorite band. <laughs> because no one knows it? But maybe yeah. Jay should just answer for everyone. <laughs> what about Luke? Should. Do Luke, do Luke. Yeah. Oh, Luke. Oh, good old Luke. Oh, Luke. You can't remember any of the band names that no, he likes, right? He was too <laughs> There's that one dude with the really deep voice. Ah, uh, Johnny singer. Cash. <laughs> Are you talking about Luke? Uh, no, July Luke. Talk. July Talk, okay, yeah, okay. Mike. They're really good. Yeah. Alan, Alan likes his pop. Okay. Really I pop. love pop music. Like how pop we're like talking. He loves like. Ariana Grande. Oh yeah, okay, I was okay, literally okay. gonna say that Ariana Grande album. Ari, how do you say her name? Ariana Grande. Nobody. Knows. Who cares? Yeah, I've read it. I have no idea what she sounds like. No, <laughs> okay, but like the production on it was awesome. Okay. But then I also love Kaleo and Young. Is there one of those on there? No, no. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm sure I've read the name before. It was, I, yeah, I know I she's listening. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's yeah. our biggest fan. I'll yeah. listen to almost anything. But and if it's good, I'll love it. And if it's bad, I hate it. And Jay, Jay, Jay exclusively yeah. and only listens to Twenty One Pilots. Okay. Okay. Exclusively. Yes. Yeah. I feel like you got a pass here. <laughs> I feel like I did. I escaped the real Luke, criticism. Yeah. Why don't you talk? Yeah. What is the most embarrassing thing in your record collection? The most embarrassing. Yeah. Think of my record yeah. collection. Mike's old bands. <laughs> <laughs> you love CRJ. Oh, I love Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yes, yeah. I, I think I already knew that about you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah, yeah, I yeah. post about it all the time. You do. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, a big yeah. thing. Yeah. Is that? Is that? Uh, I never knew that. Was, is that ironic or is that legit? You like are totally I, a fan. Or? Well, her, her record "Emotion" okay. was like I could just listen to it the whole thing front to back all day every day. That's okay. So funny. It's great. Everything yeah, yeah. before that, like the "Call Me Maybe" stuff, right. is garbage. But that the new record came out and I was like, yep, okay, I'm done. We're Saying that doesn't give you any more credit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest. Yeah, that's so Still funny. embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah, no, fair enough. I mean, I don't know if that counts as embarrassing because you openly like it, right? You, I mean, oh, yeah. that's the yeah. problem with the question is, is like, yeah. the, are there really guilty pleasures? I don't like pleasures? Daughtry. Right. <laughs> I, need, I need to be clear about that. He can be listening and I don't care. Right, right. Mike, what are you listening to? What? What do you listen to? Yeah. Oh, what's the band that you haven't heard of? Uh, <laughs> Sleeveless? No. That's not no. a real band. No. That's fake. That's no one will fake. know though, right? It could be, <laughs> yeah, I don't know that. Could be a band. It's my favorite band right now. Yeah. Sleeveless. Sleeveless. Sleeveless in Seattle. <laughs> is that a live album? <laughs> Actually, that would be Jay's next album. <laughs> okay, well, let's maybe flip the question a little bit. And so, if. What band do people compare you guys to then? If there's not like kind of a universal oh, band that you guys. Daughtry? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, uh, no. I've heard. 
Well, maybe um, Manchester Orchestra. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that is probably most consistently. Though. And is that is that something that when you hear that you think, okay, that makes yeah. sense? Or yeah, yeah, yeah it makes you sense. You look like the singer of. Do I? Yeah. Andy Hall. Yeah. With the sweater and yeah. 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 everything, everything yeah. about you. Yeah. yeah. I'm very drawn to you right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good thing. Band, it's a good thing. Yeah. But at the same time, I think we're original enough that. You know, right. we don't sound exactly like Manchester. Orchestra. Well, that's the thing. I think that there's a couple songs on the record where, like, Manchester plays around with uh, with time signatures and and some interesting chords that, like, I could see. There's songs on a record that very much would fit in that okay. vein. But then you would listen to another song and it would it wouldn't match yeah. sure. matches sure. her at all. Which so, makes sense for what you guys are yeah. saying about yeah. all the different influences. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And I mean, like, every band has different influence, but there are some bands where totally. everyone just immediately has an answer of something that they're all kind of into, right? Yeah. So it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's we've, we've also had a, uh, a few comments about how uh, a handful of our songs bring people back to like like the, the post-hardcore emo rock okay. songs of like okay. 2008. Right, right. <laughs> if you're tracking with me there. Right. Very niche. Uh, but, but there's been a handful of comments of that where okay. I would say like there's a heavy influence for, for Jay and myself yeah. of listening to like the band like Brand New for okay. example yeah, yeah, yeah. like there, there's a lot of that influence in in writing sure. um, that that yeah. will that will seep through due to them being such a yeah you yeah. you hate no it's so funny like <laughs> one of the demos that that we wrote like right away is your wife said this sounds like Brand New yeah and I'm like I've never and and Alan Alan I don't listen like, to Brand New Alan did all the pre prod on everything right and. and He's, so it's your fault it sounds like brand new? <laughs> <laughs> he has no filter of brand new, so it's right, right, my right, fault yeah. that it sounds like brand new. I have no idea what <laughs> brand new sounds like. He wrote like, songs that, oh, yeah, that, that yeah. had to do, that, but, but like that's that's a big influence on my life okay. that, that definitely okay. yeah. will, will come through, so yeah.
Um, just to go back to something we were talking about earlier about uh, kind of the all ages aspect of your audience, you know, like the middle aged women and the teenagers and, <laughs> and whatever else. Um, do you think that, is there anything lyrically that you do that kind of would appeal to such a wide audience? Like, what are you singing about that kind of maybe, it might just be the music, obviously, right? But do you think there's anything lyrically that sort of connects with such a wide range of people? I, I would say, like, so so lyrically, that's, that's musically, my input is less in the band, okay. and lyrically is, is probably the biggest focus okay. for, for myself, and I'm, I really enjoy storytelling okay. a lot uh, and I and I what I love to do especially is and what we do with this record is is told stories from diff, all kinds of different people's perspectives right so there is like this personal influence of like I put myself in these per, these people's shoes with my own life experience filters okay. and then and then tell try to tell an honest story from this person's perspective and what happened with the record because there's 15 different songs there's yeah. 15 different people okay so okay. many people are being represented now all of a sudden right so people are hearing themselves in yeah, yeah yeah and, right. and that's what that's what we hear from people is like specific songs really okay. resonate with okay. people and and i would say like to to a fault at times like the guys would get frustrated at times where i like I, if there's one wrong word and it still isn't sitting, I, right. would, I would have to just dig in and <laughs> and, and keep working at it until okay. it was, until I was personally happy with it. And mm-hmm. they were very patient with me. <laughs> <laughs> Took forever during the recording process and stuff. You mean too? Like, or, or no, was that were they already determined? Mike was like off in the other room changing lyrics, like while we're basically mixing. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it really did actually we did change we changed one word after we were done recording oh, everything. Really? Yeah. And we just one word. Just one word. That one was just because a, just a grammatically grammar. grammatically it didn't it didn't sound right to me and it would and it actually irked Alan too. But but yeah. like as far as like lyrical structure like yeah. I would say we were we were pretty impeccable with yeah, yeah, we were really picky with it, but yeah, it's like sort of the album comes from all sorts of different angles. So it's not just from the viewpoint of uh, a thirty-year-old dude. Right. It's right. It's like a, right. it's from the viewpoint of of many different people. So I think that's why maybe can have. Are you? Are you? Are you forty? Shut up, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm maybe older than all of you, so <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, so I wanted to ask you about the Jets thing. Um, and when I first saw that, I, I think I mentioned this when you posted it. Yeah. Before the Jets came back, um, are you guys familiar with an artist called Rob Crooks? Rob yeah, he's, he used to be a rapper. This is his real name. You've he, never heard of him. He used to, <laughs> he used to be on hip hop. Now he still, he still raps, but he does kind of synth stuff. Is uh, almost like dance pop stuff. It's, it's very cool. He's a good friend of mine, and we made a, he made a song called Jet Song on TV, and it, we made a video for it. And this happened before the Jets came back. Hmm. Before there was the announcement, a few months later, all of a sudden the Jets are coming back, and we kept seeing all these bands over the years sort of getting these big hit jet songs and we were just like we did this first <laughs> not that we did it first but like we predated the jets return so I, there's been a few bands that sort of had these songs that kind of yeah. they catch something right ours right. Wasn't, wasn't one of them but um, you guys obviously you did something that, that a lot of people were talking about yeah, right. at the very least right so yep. how did that come about well mike and i we went to the very first jets game uh last year okay against toronto okay and Worst game. Ever. It, it was a rough game. That was a rough game. And we're sitting there. We're like, man, how cool would it be to hear our own song played yeah. here in the MTS Center? And, and I guess it kind of just sparked the idea. Like, okay. Alan's got a recording studio. Right, so you can just do it when you. How easy idea. would it be to write a song, record a song, send it to the Jets, and just yeah. see what happens? And that's essentially what happened. It turns out Luke, Luke knew who the guy was that chooses the music at Jets okay. games, well, or at I'll least we had his idea. email yeah. address. So yeah, there was there was one evening where we we, we finished rehearsal or no we just didn't need to rehearse as as badly as normal and we were like what do we do tonight and then 
and then that's when that's when Jay had said like, what if we wrote a Jets song? Right. And then yeah. Alan's like, I've got an idea, and he, bow, bow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we were like, okay, so four hours later we had the song done. Oh, cool. Like it recorded and everything? Everything. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So written and recorded yeah. right there, and uh, and then Luke sent it off. So literally one evening we just did that. We were that's like, cool. hey, throw it at the wall. If it sticks, great. And then uh, <laughs> yeah, and then I was driving home from work one night listening to the Jets game. Yeah. They're, they're about cool. to drop the puck for a power play, and I hear the the douche rock intro of our song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, hey, that's us! <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the thing. It just came as a surprise. They didn't tell us. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, they responded saying, hey, this is great. We'll see where we can use it. And that was it. They okay. didn't tell us when they were going to play it. Okay, okay. You could have said that. Yeah. Hey, Luke, why don't you go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how it went down. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool, yeah. How much of an impact did that have on you guys in terms of just like um, getting new ears to your, to your stuff? For Steinbeck, that was really cool for them. Sure, even, yeah, sure. even in my own family. Like my uncles, aunts, they all watch the Jets. Right. So for them, they're like, "Holy crap, Jay's got a song yeah. at the MTS Center. That's that's incredible." I guess that makes the band thing seem more like, "Oh, yeah. this is legit." Now, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it got us some good coverage and inroads with like local radio stations sure, sure. who wanted to tell that as a story. Not necessarily like I don't think it made us a million dollars in uh, streaming or anything. Right? Yeah, I don't think that existed. It, you know, <laughs> that amount of money in streaming. I yeah. didn't make it us did, ten dollars. Yeah. <laughs> but it did. It did end up getting us some really good stuff for like you know making up press kit. Like sure, we could sure. show you know like Power ninety seven had us in and we did it live in studio with yeah, them, yeah. which was awesome. Um, you know they ran it on a couple of local radio station blogs and things like that. Yeah, which was great for us. Like not even really having a full length album or anything to show for ourselves. Yeah, so. cool, yeah. cool. And do you still is that still part of your set? That song you guys? Uh... <laughs> we, uh, we tried to not. We we did just play it more than the other day, and uh, and we'd finish our two sets, and then they're all like, "Play us another song!" And that was the only one we had left. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we played on that, and then they didn't ask for more. It <laughs> <laughs> was it was over after that point. Yeah, they were, uh, then they were done. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Is that just like, are you kind of sick of it at this point? Like, no, uh, uh, we, it's not really actually like our genre. Sure, like, sure. It, it definitely uh, deviated. I mean, whatever. Like, we, we write straightforward rock music, but then when you're writing straightforward rock music for a hockey crowd, sure. you do it a little bit differently. Yeah. And so it doesn't actually represent our sound the way that our album well, that does. That makes sense, yeah. And so we kind of avoid it, but. But we, we also we, we also we, really like the song because <laughs> it's kind of fun. We avoided like the tropes too, sure, right? Like we sure. didn't we didn't incorporate "Go Jets Go" or any. We didn't yeah. actually use the hashtag though, right? Was that, that isn't the hashtag the title of the song? Well, "Rise Together" right, is there. Right. That, yeah, the hook, so, yeah, so we yeah, wanted to support yeah. their brand, but we didn't yeah. use hockey terminology okay. just to make it a little bit more flexible. Yeah, if you can say that. Did you get any uh, feedback from True North or anyone involved with the Jets about it? Or not at all? No, no, no. They didn't playing it. Yeah, I don't even know if they've been registering it on SoCan. That's know. not true. We had we had Hellebuck's we had Hellebuck's agent contact us. Oh, cool. That's true. That's yeah, that is yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. And uh, apparently they they play the song in their dressing room after they win games. Like Only as, if they win. As, as part of their <laughs> yeah. like their win games. Okay. Okay. Um, Hellebuck and Morrissey's. That's who is, right. Who is right. Who, a little yeah. bit more controversial. Right. 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 Now. So they have a playlist of songs. Nice job, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> and then a couple of Jets players like like the poster. Or whatever, okay. But. Yeah, because I heard they listen to Celine Dion. Four games. I wouldn't doubt that. <laughs> yeah, they have. They That's, have yeah, like. Yeah. Well, so so yeah. So we were. I was, I was speaking with um, with uh, the agent. Yeah. And he and he was talking about that how he wanted to get in even in the dressing room and yeah. stuff. And then and then, so he had said I want to get in the dressing room and then uh, and then he got back to me and he's like, 
Turns out they're very specific about what's going on in the dressing room. Yeah. It's not what you'd think. I heard it was Celine Dion. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but yeah, yeah. Celine Dion, that's there's, ridiculous. Yeah, there's probably uh, Ariana Grande. <laughs> and, uh, My people. <laughs> I've always said I love hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Your own says the guy with the wow. big gesture. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I know you're not a sports fan at all. <laughs> so how did that? How was that for you? <laughs> just being involved in the whole thing was it just kind of like, oh man, you I got to do this? Or honest, to be perfectly honest, and I don't think I've told any of you guys this. When you first, when when Jay brought up the idea of like we should do a jet song, I was really just like, really? Like, am I gonna stay in the band? <laughs> <laughs> like this might be yeah. my cue to yeah, leave. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was it was fun, and it was like no, this, there's a good reason to do this. Um, and when offered a real jersey to wear in the video, I declined. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What you did was funny though. Yeah. So. <laughs> it was but yeah. we did kind of like we had the jet song idea. We did it, and then we were done. Like we kind of left it behind, and we right away went back yeah. to working on our album. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, we worked, and we kind of put it out of our minds and. You know, like we we didn't really pay much attention to it past. Okay, you don't even okay. talk about it in podcast interviews anymore. <laughs> <laughs> now you're not talking about it. Switch the subject. <laughs> Let's talk about something else. I'm just <laughs> I will say though that uh, having that song like actually played at the games and like sometimes after practice we'd like go watch the last half of the game. Yeah. And it it definitely like got me to be to a point where I was like, oh, I could. I can almost see myself watching a hockey game, like <laughs> just because you weren't waiting for your song to play. Yeah, yeah like it, it gets you more invested. Sure, like, yeah, you, you have higher. a hook, right? There's an yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even it's even if it's only ten seconds, it's yeah. it's a cool. Film. It is. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, yeah it's super cool. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, they usually play like there's a there's a type of hockey music that they play. And, yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, douche rock or butt rock or these rock. Yeah. <laughs> Butt rock. rock. Yeah, I've heard okay. that used a lot for that There's kind of stuff. There's certainly no vocals in it. I didn't put that yeah, yeah, in yeah. on yeah. Apple Music. Yeah. <laughs> but well, rock. if you want, I can describe you guys as a butt rock act from Steinbeck <laughs> in, the, in the episode. <laughs> put that in the bio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Butt rock. Yeah. You guys heard of the band Space Butt? <laughs> it's a good band. I saw them play. Those guys. Oh my goodness, they rip up a stage. Yeah, they were good. They're not around anymore. But no. No, I think okay. one of them moved uh, out of town or something. That's but, too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Good band, though. I actually, I had them on the show. And okay. the entire interview, the uh, there's a cat crawling all over everything. <laughs> nice. nice. It's good, yeah. <laughs> Just as a, you know, a little factoid in case anyone yeah. wants to check that out. <laughs> um, so, what's going on with you guys right now? I mean, you have uh, you have the album out. You, uh, you're playing the douche rock. <laughs> You're not playing the douche rock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've made inroads into Winnipeg. Yeah. You already have kind of an established uh, existence since time back. What's, what's in the future? What's going on uh, at the moment? I'm shows, not sure. Shows, yeah, shows. lots yeah. of shows. We, we're just we're ready to play now. Like we we, yeah. we worked our asses off on the record, and we just want to play music now. Okay. Like these are songs that we're passionate about, we're excited about, and we just want to play shows. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So bar shows. Um, like we we've learned to we we we've taken a bunch of covers too and made them our own. Okay. Um. So we've got we've got a Shannon's get uh, not a Shannon's. Oh, uh, we've got the. Uh, Goodwill coming up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, October 25th, I yep. think. Yeah. And we'll yep. be playing with Amadians and uh, Northern Royals. Northern Royals. Oh, yeah, I've had them yeah. on recently as well. Yeah. Oh, cool. 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 Yeah. Nice guys, yeah. yeah, they're good guys. Killer, killer musicians. Yeah. yeah, we had a lot of fun. That's actually kids. one of those bands that I think fits in the whole, like, straight ahead rock and roll yeah. suddenly yeah. becoming a thing again, right? And we right. had them at our CD release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, so, were, yeah. they were fantastic. That's cool. Wow, good band, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so so that's 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 what's on the horizon right now. Like, we're, we, we poured our 
guts out trying to write this record and record it. And yeah, now. literally. <laughs> yeah? Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah? While we're recording the record, so me and John are sitting in the control room, and Mike's out there singing away on one of our songs, and he's like, what were you singing? I uh, wanted to believe. I uh, know we were working on uh, of Make Me a Liar. No, I wanted to believe. Was it I wanted to believe? I would remember that. And he's <laughs> screaming out the chorus. All of a sudden he stops, and I'm like, why isn't he singing? And I look out there, and he's kind of holding his stomach. And I'm like, oh, what? And he's like, can someone get me a belt? I think I have a hernia. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he had a hernia in the middle of singing one of the songs on the record. Yep. So yep. he gets his belt, and he puts the belt on, and goes back out in the con uh, out in the live room, and finishes the last two songs on the record. <laughs> and they're the best sounding songs. <laughs> <laughs> like they sound, for real, they sound incredible. And he just, I don't know what, if he thought he had to compensate, but right, right. It, it sounds great. Oh. Never to be repeated, I guess you can't, and, you can't achieve that level of intensity. Yeah. And so, unfortunately, we had to cancel a show because of the hernia, which sure, was yeah. the yeah. Rattlesnake Festival, okay, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I hear is awesome. Yeah, it's supposed to be, yeah. yeah I've never been, I mean, I, I, I do episodes about it every year. I really wish that we could have played it. Hopefully we play it next year. Yeah. Um, but uh, we actually did, we played Summer in the City, okay. uh, and we opened up for, what were the bands there? Uh, Harlequin, 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 yeah, and uh, Honeymoon Suite. Honeymoon Suite. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so again with the '80s sort of. Yeah, exactly. And we opened up for them. Um, and Mike still had a hernia. He had, we knew that he was scheduled for surgery like a, a week, week later. later. Yeah. Right, right. But yeah, so he he finished the last two songs on the record and that show with a hernia. I wore a girdle for that show. I don't a know girdle. if you do that. Yeah, I had to wear my wife's girdle. <laughs> it, worked, it worked though? It you're, did you're, work. Yeah. Yeah. Mike poured his guts out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> no, I I just ate Indian food. <laughs> I shit my guts out. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so if you guys want to hear uh, more douche rock, songs about girdles and Indian food, uh, what's the best thing for someone to do if they're hearing it for the first time on the show and want to find out more? Like, where should they go? Oh, everywhere. We have it up. YouTube, Deezer, Deezer, Deezer. Spotify, Apple Music, Google, Google Play. Play. Yeah, yeah, anywhere you listen to music. It's everywhere. If yeah. you want to go see like what the band is about, go like snoop our Instagram page. Instagram is it's, seriously the probably yeah. like it's I don't I don't do a lot of posting on right. there, so this is a little bit unbiased. It's one of my favorite pages to follow. <laughs> <laughs> These yeah. guys are hilarious. We sort of have no filter, so we just, right. whatever, we just put it all up on there. We have yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. I really think yeah. that the inst Instagram has been part of the reason that people have come to us yeah. and like yeah. believed and like given us the, the time of day. Sure. It's because yeah. we're just like, we do weird stuff on Instagram. Right, so they follow it because of that and then yeah. they hear a song and then yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah. It's mostly making fun of each other. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine it. <laughs> I can't, can't, can't imagine you guys would do that. No. Okay, so yeah, Instagram and his website as well. Yeah, yep. yeah, theboyinthesea.com or .ca. We've okay, we well, got both. Very clever. Yeah, I hope that came out of your pocket. <laughs> it did. And then yeah, so people should check that out, obviously. And like you said, it's available in every every format imaginable. Yep. Do you do? You, are you selling physical copies of the album? Yes, we, oh yeah, we have we have printed um, compact discs as the as the compact discs. Yes, that's right. Mm -hmm. um, which, which I actually like the, the album art. It, you get the album art. Yeah, yeah. So, so we do. Yeah, we do recommend that. You can get those for fifteen bucks. Uh, you can message us for those, or we'll get an online store up shortly. Actually. Cool. Yes, that's, yeah. that's on my list of things. To do. Thank you for the reminder. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> cool. 
cool. Okay, yeah, so that people should obviously check that out. If they want to hear more episodes of this show, go to witchpolice.com. There's all 300 and whatever episodes there for free download and streaming, uh, including a couple that Luke's been on in the past. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Well, one you hosted and just sent me the audio for. the uh, yeah. And then the live stuff as well. You were on the live, uh, one of our live um, oh, theater right. shows. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. yeah, those are so much fun. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you're all over, the th- <laughs> you're all over this thing. Yeah. But, yeah, um, it's also on UMFM Sunday nights at midnight, and those are older episodes that kind of get a second win. So it could be like four months after this, and suddenly you're driving at midnight and you turn on you know UMFM there's there's this episode so it, it's cool because you know people are talking about things that are long over by that point but right. it just kind of gives an extra boost and maybe someone will hear something in the car and go oh shit what is this and then go on the website and find it and cool check sweet, out the so yeah sweet yeah yeah, nice. yeah. that's what I got that's the podcast perfect Starbucks Thank you so much for having us on the <laughs> show man time back yeah <laughs> right on thanks a lot guys thanks
Chases the darkness away. 